Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Guest Thursday, and uh, as you can see here, Yay! the special guest. We, such, one uh, of our favorite guests, right? <laughs> Linda's uh, uh, going to share uh, today, uh, this is going to be airing on November the 16th in preparation for the Christmas season, and we wanted to uh, really talk about uh, the beauty and the wonder of how to uh, teach and to discuss the beauty of Christmas uh, and the history of Christmas and the biblical view of Christmas uh, all the way through December. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, we've done this. Uh, the one thing that Linda uh, did actually when we when we got married, we were uh, 20 and 18. And um, we, had, wow. we had a baby. <laughs> we were young. We had a baby in a right away. So Linda had just turned 19 when she had the baby. I mm. uh, was 21. And um, uh, she... Uh, we be, we had become believers uh, as a young married couple, uh, and she really understood and got into uh, teaching kids uh, mm. the wonder and the beauty of the Christmas uh, process and the story. Uh, and she came across a thing called a Jesse tree, which you'll share. Uh, she was always a advocate of what's called uh, Advent, which is a worship uh, of. Uh, uh, Christ. So uh, I think to start it, we'd like to go through a couple of verses, uh, Kathy, and then set it up, and then Linda can share about that. And uh, sure. first of all, go ahead and uh, uh, share uh, Luke. This is uh, uh, called Zechariah's Prophecy, but it talks about uh, as he understood uh, Jesus, uh, uh, he makes some interesting statements about it. So uh, Zechariah's Prophecy, Luke 1, 67 through 80. Sure. Says, now his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, with which the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, he's, uh, uh, you know, he's obviously uh, talking about um, uh, John the Baptist in terms of uh, precursing and preparing, but he's talking about 
Jesus coming from the house of David, mm-hmm. uh, all the prophets from the very beginning. So he's talking about Moses, you know, who wrote the Pentateuch, you know, mm-hmm. Genesis, etc., and all the prophets uh, spoke spoke about Jesus and about him coming to bring the light uh, to the world and to save you know save us through solving the problem of having a relationship with him because we we'd have to be perfect in order to have that relationship because he, because of what he's going to do uh, at this point, he's going to go to his, you know, death, come and be born, show us ministry, and then uh, go to his death and be resurrected. Uh, but he talks about basically a lineage of uh, the history from all the way from back from Genesis through David, uh, which by the way, uh, this is why uh, uh, Linda's uh, going to show us what's called the Jesse tree, the father of David, because the lineage mm-hmm. comes through. Jesse and David, and, and uh, process that uh, as well as understand it all. And then go down to uh, uh, Luke chapter 2, um, and this is verse uh, 19 and 20. Sure. It says, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them at her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, and it was told them. Yeah. As so, it was told them. Yeah, that's them. good. So Mary. Um, <coughs> One of the things she did was she kept receiving the revelation and then experiencing it, and she kept pondering it in her heart. And remember, Luke was not a disciple. So when he Mm -hmm. wrote the book of Luke, he had interviewed Mary. Right. Um, And all of this information that was very specific to the Christmas story, which actually Luke wrote, all came Mm -hmm. from Mary. That's so beautiful. Can I insert here real quick? If anybody watching this has never watched the Christmas, the chosen Christmas special that they put out in 2022, I guess it was, watch that this season. The special actually flashes back to Luke interviewing Mary. Oh, Oh, that's cool. And and you see, and it's just the most beautiful depiction of of what that may have looked like. It's fun to watch. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's really neat. Yeah. And then um, uh, as we understand it, so, you know, the Bible talks about the lineage and the whole history to understand it. Uh, Mary, it says, Mary thought about this and pondered it and treasured it all. Um, And then we're called, and you can look at Deuteronomy 6, 1 to 6, we are called to teach that Mm -hmm. uh, to our kids and grandkids. So go ahead and read that, uh, Deuteronomy 6, uh, 1 to 6. Yeah. Um, actually, I may go ahead and go to verse 9, because that verse 7 really nails the kids part, if that's okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> now, this is the commandment, and these are the statutes and judgment which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command you, command you, you and your son and your grandson all the days of your life, that your days may be prolonged. Therefore, hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Yeah. 
one of my favorite passages. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> Just cool. so you know, like it that pumps me up thinking about how we get to do this for the next generation. Yeah, we get to hold this out to them and attach them to the feet of Jesus and let them run. You know, yeah. so right. Fun. So, um, <laughs> so Linda uh, has put this together. Uh, we we followed it uh, everywhere when our little kids were little. And really, when they were one year old and could listen. Uh, we did it with our grandkids, same thing. We've, we've done it, and we've done it ever since. Even as they become adult children, they've joined with us. We still do this uh, mm. to worship and to experience. And so Linda's going to walk us through the aspect of worship. It's called Advent, um, which a lot of churches have kind of diminished and right. even following it. And we wanted to make sure that people had an opportunity to look at that because you can do this at home. Right. And mm-hmm. then she'll share the Jesse tree uh, and what that looks like. So, uh, Linda, why don't you uh, lead us in a discussion of uh, the Advent first? I would love to do that. Um, <laughs> one of the most exciting things for me is to talk about this, and because it means so much to me that families would be taking their Christmas season and turning it into, it's just 10 minutes to do this worship uh, mm-hmm. service that we did with our kids, and it's just 10 minutes, but it's so meaningful. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm going to read this because most churches are not doing Advent anymore, like we said. And it's important because the word Advent means coming. It's referring to the coming of Jesus' birth. And that's Mm -hmm. what this whole season is about. And um, it's four Sundays. And each Sunday you have a candle that you light. And Mm -hmm. it's on a wreath. There's four, a special wreath that has four places for these candles. There's three purple and one pink. And mm-hmm. so the first Sunday, this is cool, stands for the word hope. So you light that candle on the first Sunday, and it means you're anticipating Jesus' birth is coming. That's mm-hmm. really cool because we all are getting excited about that. And then the second week, you light the first one and the second one. And that one stands for peace, and that is Jesus is the Prince of Peace who is coming. And Mm. then the third one, purple one, is joy and healing, which is our thanksgiving that Jesus is coming, that he gives us this abundant life, and that he heals us. And then the fourth one is pink, and it stands for love and promise. And that is that we get to experience God's love and his peace. And so those are the representation of those three candles. Now, the wreath is a circle because Mm -hmm. it uh, means and symbolizes eternal God. He is eternal. Mm. He has always been the beginning and the end. uh... And then there's a white candle in the center. And that one is lit for his birthday. And on that day, we, all the candles are lit and the white one is lit that day. Yeah. Mm. So what, uh, if they would, uh, they, and you can buy this, you can go to Amazon actually and buy a, a Christmas. Christ, uh, uh, Chris, Christmas, or Christian, Christmas, uh, Bert, you know, Bible, <laughs> what are they? Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Bookstores have them. Yes. Also have Hobby them. Lobby has and them. Michaels. Yeah. And then um, these are what the candles look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's cool. Oh, very good. Yeah. You can buy the yeah, candles. Yeah, so Amazon. But, okay, so when they do Christian this. Christian bookstores. When they do this, what, what should they do as they, uh, you know, light it and then have a, do they, 
read a Bible verse? Do they uh, just no. talk about it? The first thing we always did was we lit the candle. And then the second thing we moved into was the Jesse tree because that's the scriptures. Okay. Mm. And so that's what that's what the next thing is. And the Jesse tree is the lineage of Christ. So as the kids, I, know, I remember in the kids, grandkids, when they were... You know, two years old and plus, you know, we would help them light. They would love to light the candle. Right. And they'd have to remember they'd light each one. So when you're in week two, you light two candles. Week three, right. three candles. Week four, four candles. And then, you know, Christmas, uh, all of them. Um, and then at the end, after, and we'd leave that lit while she explains what we did with the Jesse tree. And then at the end of it, one of them uh, or bo- or several of them got to blow the candles out, you know. So which is a big deal when you're little, big right? Deal. So the, the, kid, the kids loved it. Of course, That's you got to keep them from getting burned. Now be, be careful. <laughs> so then we do the Jesse tree. So talk about that. Right, and the Jesse tree looks like this. Here, I'll take it. And it's all the stories, you know. There's oh, I love it. There's the apple for. Uh, Adam and Eve and, you know, Noah's Ark and, mm. you know, Abraham and Joseph and every, all of, all the major ones. Yeah. Oh, I see Jacob's ladder on there. Yeah. And how yeah. I made. So, so it stuff. goes, it goes, you know, all, all the way through 20, uh, there's 24 hours of 25. 24. 24. Yeah. Because there's 24 days. And then, um, this is how I made them. I have, uh, I made, uh, the ornaments are like laminated and then I have felt and then I have Velcro and that's what's stuck on the tree. Mm. And I have a book that has all those in it. So you can Xerox them and you can make them yourself and you can make your own Jesse tree if you want. But that's how I made them. And it was very simple to make. But the stories Mm. are really cool and, and you read them all. But when our kids were small, when they were little, of course, their attention span, you know, there's no way they're going to listen to reading all the scriptures. So I did it with a puppet. So that's of the puppet I Of course you did, because you're so cute. <laughs> so I would tell the story with the puppet, but I had the Bible in my lap. So they knew mm-hmm. that it was a story from the Bible. And then right. as they grew and they began to read, then they began to read it. Yeah. And then after about mm-hmm. 10 years of doing this, they were telling the stories and we didn't even have to read them. So when you think about it, by the time they're in grade school, they know all the Bible verses of the Old Testament. Yeah, and the one thing that's awesome. One thing that that happened, and we saw it, is that it taught the uh, beauty of the Scripture, and uh, because this is taken through the whole Old Testament, by the time they you know are eight, nine, ten years old, they realize where all these stories are. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of you know Genesis and uh, Joshua and uh, you know First Samuel and Kings and uh, Psalms etc. So they started to walk through the whole Bible, got exposure to the whole Bible, and of course they were interested in the stories uh, that mm-hmm. was kind of kind of fun to read. Um, and then she would have them you know do some you know she'll talk about acting out, and they would they would have a little mini play and all kinds of stuff they would do. But it gave them breadth. Uh, and depth mm-hmm. of scripture that has carried them because they realize one, how wonderful it is. It isn't that complicated and it was fun. And then that drove them into, as we taught them abiding uh, in the word, that the word was true. And so it's a great way to ground your kids in scripture mm-hmm. over, over uh, time. 
Yeah, and a beautiful tradition of just keeping also right at the center of a time when there's all this commercial pull and everything else. You are daily bringing them back to what's really, what is this really about? It really is the anticipation of Christ's birth and the gift that he is. And I love, so each of those stories you said you got from a book, um, you were able to... There's to pull a, out those there's characters a, along and with the, the 24. Jesse tree is a, a booklet. I okay. made one. Uh, I made Linda, it. Oh, you Linda made makes. it. Okay. And, uh, so it's all in here. And if people, uh, if they'd like to do it this year, they can, you know, in uh, give a, you know, contact us. There's the scriptures. Um, Excellent. And we'll, we'll be happy to copy it and send it to you. Uh, and there's the um, ornaments. Oh, so awesome. It's in, so it's all in that booklet. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. We've uh, I've told Linda that uh, you know now that we're uh, with our website coming up, we have a new website now, and it has a store. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that next year uh, that she could arrange for somebody to make this stuff, and we could right. actually uh, have you buy it, uh, the whole package, which would be easier, obviously, because <laughs> yeah, Linda, it's, it's I've, time. I've, I've watched Linda over the years. Man, she puts a lot of effort into making right. it happen. Right. It's fun. I like doing it. <laughs> yeah. How many have you made? Probably several hundred? Mm, about four. Four hundred? Yeah. Wow. I wow. To, I, I did it for the CEO forum group, and that was 50. That was one shot right there. <laughs> wow. Okay, so That's tell, amazing. Tell us how, how it works when they do it. Oh, so you read the scripture, and then, um, and then whatever the scripture ornament is, then they put it up on the um, tree. So the tree is hanging on a wall or somehow you've got to be able to mm-hmm. do that. And it's made out of um, felt. And the tree is made out of felt with rickrack and all that kind of fun stuff. And then there's Velcro and it Velcro's on. And right. then you just keep adding each day. So you, kind of like an advent calendar, but yes. with each one that you're putting on there, there's a purpose in showing the lineage of Christ right. and teaching Right. Kids, the background of where he has come from and the stories of the people yeah. leading up to that. Yeah. So it starts it. it starts at the top uh, mm-hmm. and just keeps filling in all, all down the tree until finally, you know, you wind up with the uh, uh, manger. Uh, right. In the, in so the is that the Christmas Eve story is the manger or is that Christmas Day? That Are we 24 yeah, or 25? Yeah, the 25th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's so fun. 25th, which is really cool. But then apart, so we would do the Advent candle first, mm-hmm. and then we would do the Jesse tree ornament second, mm-hmm. and then the third thing we would do is a Christmas carol. So we would oh, we would teach them when they were small away in a manger, but then right. you know we grew into other ones, and so we would you know one of the kids would get to pick one of the songs mm-hmm. and they could um, whatever they chose we sang, and then. Um, the last thing that we would do in that devotion time was we memorized the verse. And the first mm-hmm. one I can, you know, everybody remembers this one, Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, Isaiah 9, 6. And so that's what we, we would memorize the verse. And once they got that verse, then we'd move to a new verse that was Christmas. Right. So, and you know what, you guys, it's only 10 minutes. That yeah. time only takes 10 minutes. And mm. it's just, it's real special. And everybody gets a part. Everybody gets to put an ornament on. One gets to do that. And one gets to light a candle. One gets to blow them out. And 
mm-hmm. one gets to pick a song and so it's just kind of neat for everybody participates in picking out something but the nut, another cool thing that i found that was really cool on christmas eve i found a pamphlet that gave the twas the night before christmas mm-hmm. christian so it's oh, all fine. about angels it's all about christ and so that's what we would do Christmas Eve was twas the night before Christmas. And it the version is really, really special. It really is. So Sweet. that's that was our devotion time that we would do every day. Yeah. I love and then, that. Uh, uh, as they got older, uh, you had them actually uh, periodically act out some of the stories. Uh, they do a little play and, and all yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, we would pick something easy especially like the birth you know because that was easy right because you'd have a right, shepherd right. and you'd have you know mary and joseph <laughs> and then you know so that was kind of a simple thing that they could do what about did you have to modify um i'm thinking as the future like hopeful grandparent in a few years <laughs> how i would want to do this so that it's a daily Thing. How did you do? I see how you would do that with your kids. How did you do that with your grandkids? Did you modify that to be once or twice a week? Did you did you have access to them daily to do it? How did that play out? Yeah. Well, we did at a, at one time we did have it daily, and mm-hmm. then um, and then there were times where we would have to miss, and then right. we would catch up. Yeah, and we would, would that's what it, I was wondering we would do because it I once know or twice a week, and we okay. would just do several at a time. Um, okay, perfect. And, yeah, because there's going to be people listening who, like me, like I'm thinking, oh, I'd love to do this with grandkids someday. And I may not be able to do that daily with them. Right. So just what does it look like to modify that? Yeah, I love the hearing thing, the wisdom. The one thing that is done. now available that we would do is that because of Zoom, we actually could oh. do it daily because it, you would have them do it at their place. And then we just join them uh, to view it, oh, talk that's about fantastic. it, they can see us. And we can have them because the key is is uh, the parents actually facilitating it, mm-hmm. um, and mm. the, the grandparents get the privilege of, uh, you know, being there even if it's by Zoom, talking mm-hmm. to them, uh, reminding them, saying things together because it became a very beautiful dialogue of what was going on. So it wasn't a mechan- right? it wasn't a mechanical thing. It was right, a beautiful right. experience uh, of that. Um, I love that. And then one, one other thing that Linda developed uh, that was very powerful is called the Jesus stocking. Um, mm. And this is, uh, we, we have what we hang our stockings on the fireplace, but we put one up for Jesus. Um, and then Linda had this special thing that happened uh, with that. So describe how that worked and how, how uh, wonderful that turned out to be for the kids too. Well, I take um, three by five cards and I put everybody one with their name on it, and I put a little sticker, Christmas sticker on it, and um, we put those in that stocking. Blank, mm-hmm. these are blank cards. Blank to start cards. With. Okay. Uh, with with everybody's name. Well, there's right. one per right. name. So I, right. everybody, you know, kid, uh, kids, grandkids, uh, parents, uh, grandparents, everybody that's going to be participating. Okay. Uh, everybody would would have one name and a card with one name, and she'd put it in the stocking. Okay, then okay, and then we would we would pull it out, and then we'd shuffle them up. Christmas, Christmas Day, uh, uh, and then we would uh, hold them out, and everybody would pick one at random, 
And that was the mm-hmm. person that you were responsible for and that you would write either a, a, what you've seen in them grow in Christ that year, mm. a promise that you would wa- want them to have, a verse, anything that you wanted that was special for you that you wanted to say to them. And then Sweet. on how we would pray for them. And then we would pray. No, how they could write what they want to pray for for the year. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So we would do all of that. That card was for just whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. And so, by the way, um, throughout the years, it's it's really special because, you know, you got a little four or five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old who's writing, you know, minimum. Oh, yeah. But Aidens. Oh, my gosh. The stuff that they would write <laughs> is so uh, beautiful. And how they spelled. Uh, and I, I've got all the ones that I've been given all, all through the years. I've kept them all. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Um, uh, and it includes, you know, it would be sometimes Linda would get me and uh, my kids would get me, the grandkids would get me. Uh, Aiden, uh, for five years in a row, got me. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, and it was fun. It was fun to, you know, see him, how he would write, write about it. So. Mm. so that, yeah, that was really special. That is a fantastic idea. How sweet. And then New Year's Eve, we would get verses for the year. Yeah. And so that um, was a cool thing. Really uh, cool thing. Mm-hmm. We, uh, what we did is throughout the year, you know, we're, we're a journaling and we're discussing, we do that as a family. Uh, we're getting promises. Um, and so, uh, I'm basically keeping, uh, in essence, writing them in our journal, uh, throughout the year. And then, uh, prior to Christmas, um, uh, and New Year's, I actually put together, uh, uh, verses that I type out as promises and, uh, we put them at the, at New Year's Eve, we put them in a, uh, basket, um, mm. and then we go around before we start the, the celebration, we go around and everybody again picks one at random and we pray specifically, God, would you give your promise to that person mm. that you want specifically that year? They, they would, uh, they would read it. What do you think it meant? I'd, I'd then record it and send it out to everybody. And throughout the year we would, uh, have, uh, how's it going on that promise mm-hmm. and what is God doing with it? And it was, it was really kind of special. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I love that. I love it. So we thought uh, this would be just a great opportunity for everybody to uh, get a little bit of a heads up and think about, uh, you know, even mm-hmm. if you just do the Advent and read scripture, uh, celebrate Christmas and, and bring the Bible and bring the stories into your process so that it's not so commercial and it doesn't lose its meaning mm-hmm. uh, as, you know, you read in Deuteronomy is keep training the children. Right. And as you do... It really facilitates their belief in scripture, their right. understanding of story, and their desire to continue to be part of it. And Linda, you know, Linda just always made it special and fun. And uh, and as the kids had fun, they they just went deeper with it. So we just want to encourage everybody uh, that you would have uh, maybe preparation this year would be something special for your kids and yeah. grandkids. And then uh, let us know if you want to get some information about the Jesse tree and. Hopefully next year we'll be able to have packages. People, can, yeah, that'd be get. great. That, it would be so fun if you were able to put that on the on the website yeah. and people could order them. I think it would be just an amazing tool. But yeah. thank you for sharing that wisdom. I think it's so important that we, um, you know, I think I love to learn from you guys, and then I mentor moms that they'd love to hear this. And just as we continue to pass that down, the importance of pouring into the next generation. 
on so many different levels. And you guys are exemplifying that so well. Yeah. And, um, and I love what you said, even rich, just in this season, I'm glad we're airing this a few weeks before Thanksgiving, simply because intentionality is key. Um, and, and we'll talk yes. about that when the four of us get on together yeah. at the beginning of, of or end of November, I think at the week after Thanksgiving, the four of us are on and we talk about some intentional ways yes. to set the holidays up to focus as they should be. And intentionality is huge. So it you is. Know, pay attention now and, and begin to think about what do you really want to when you get to the other side of Christmas? What do you want to the kids to have seen and known as was most important in the right. season? So right. teaching with the end in mind, right? Yes, absolutely. That's great. You know, a lot of honor goes to Linda. She's really worked hard mm-hmm. at this over the years and made it made it special. And it was fun. It was always fun. And we still do it. Um, uh, That's so beautiful. even if it's just the two of us, we still do it because it's such a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. So Heavenly Father, we're just grateful uh, for the opportunity to think about uh, the fact that uh, Christ's lineage is is all the way from the beginning uh, and that we are to understand the stories of it because they speak mm-hmm. about Jesus and, this, and salvation. And then Mary uh, uh, pondered all this in her heart. And we just pray that we'll ponder it. We'll consider it. We'll have our kids and grandkids rejoice and worship uh, and understand the true meaning of Christmas and the beauty of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And may it be a great tradition for everybody. We thank you, uh, Linda, for uh, making this special and, and being special. And so we praise you and we thank you now in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.